Hi, I am Giselle Mel, and this is my podcast. Giselle, allô Giselle. Bonjour, ça va? Moi, j'ai envie de faire un câlin pour toi. Merci, Papa Le Seu. Amen. So, one of the most common questions I get in my inbox is about how do I do to live by myself if it is too expensive? Um, I mean, if it is if it's too complicated, like I feel like some people they really they really want to leave their parents' house, but they are scared because they don't know if they can make it without them. So I decided to talk about 10 reasons for you to leave and 10 reasons for you also don't leave them. So I hope I can help you guys to make a better decision. First, I would like to say that I would definitely not leave my mom's house today if I was leaving with her before the pandemic started. Because we are living in a moment that literally we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So if you are living with your parents right now, I would definitely not leave their house. Because, because if you go to your house now, to your own apartment or house or whatever, you're going to have to get furniture and stuff and it's just too much. Um, when the pandemic started, I already had that whole thing. So that's why I decided to stay. But if I was living with my mom, I would definitely not leave her house if I was living with her before the pandemic started. So um, I'm, all the devices that, that I'm going to tell you from now on, it's like it's considering that we are not living in this pandemic situation anymore because considering that we are, I don't I just don't think it's as much um, the amount of money we expend getting furniture the amount of money we expend like just just putting stuff together in the apartment in the beginning it's just crazy so it's not just the rent it's definitely not just the rent that you're gonna pay if you leave your parents house now it's way more than that so just wait I'm a hundred percent sure that this pandemic is not gonna last forever and I hope that I soon that stuff gets better again you can figure out how to do it but for sure I would definitely not advise you to do it right now um, so from now on like I said I'm gonna list some points that that made me leave their houses they house but before I list the 10 points, I think I need to kind of summarize like the way I lived before I first get out of my parents' house to, I don't know, to give you some context, I guess. So my first experience living out of my mom's house um, was in London in 2015. I traveled to London and I was there for a month. I got a prize because I wrote a social project here. And my prize was going to London with everything paid for a month. I didn't know 
any English. I literally had to learn English to survive there for a month. Um, while I was there, I lived with six people in the same house. And literally, the thing that made me go crazy the most was the fact that they didn't do the dishes. Like, literally, three of them were so bad. Like, I don't know if it was three, four. Like, I remember that the Chinese girl was pretty good, pretty good doing her dishes. I was pretty good doing my dishes, but, like, I would get downstairs, and there were so many dishes in the sink. I would be, like, crazy. Like, I would be, like, man, you were all grown up. Like, do your own dishes. They were all like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to do it. But, but they were just expecting someone like get annoyed and do it for them. It was just, I really, I really didn't like um, that thing. <laughs> and besides that, literally, there was so many stuff all over the place in the whole house. Um, literally, my bedroom was the only place that I... I don't know, it, it was my place, it was where stuff worked like I wanted to work, uh, but still, I liked the experience, um, I liked being responsible for making my meals, before that, before I go to London, I, I never had to be worried about that, because I lived with my mom and my grandma, and they were always doing that for me, so literally, I learned how to cook in London because I had to. Uh, everything in London is super expensive, so I would have to grocery and, and do my own food because I couldn't. I couldn't eat out. And I, as much as McDonald's was super cheap, I can't eat that crap every day. It's just not a thing for me. Um, so after that, I came back home and I was like, man, I liked this experience. And I'm going to see if I can go again. And I started seeing, like, where I could go. And London was just too expensive. And I find out about this au pair program that would happen in the U.S. So I subscribed and I went to the U.S. in 2016. And basically, the au pair program is, is, is it's like you were nanny and you're leaving your host family's house. Um, again, I just had privacy in my room. Um, and this is it. <laughs> because the only place in the house that you can do your thing in your own way, it's in your room. Um, so if you live with a family that is messy, I mean, you're going to have to live with it. Because... It's their house. It's not your house. So I would make sure my room was organized. But I, I would try. I would definitely try. Don't worry about the house. Because I knew I wasn't in my house. So I cannot just like complain. It's not fair to them. Um, that's their house. So one thing that I noticed living in three different families uh, American families, where I was an au pair, was that it was the huge amount amount of toys that the kids have. It's just like, it doesn't matter. Like, I lived with families, with rich families, uh, which millionaire, <laughs> literally one of the families was millionaire. And 
it's crazy. The amount of toys is basically the same. Everybody just have so many toys all over the place in their houses that I was like, I never saw that in my whole life. Um, and it doesn't matter how many kids they have. It looks like one kid or, or, or five kids. It, it's just the same amount of toys. It's just a lot. Um, so, and I'm, I'm not just talking about the families that I worked for. I, I did play dates with my baby. And every time that I went to another baby's house, it was the same thing. It was just like so many toys, so many toys. Uh, so I think this whole experience with seeing so much, so much, uh, I mean, in my opinion, much more than they actually needed, that made me started to be worried about what about when I have my own place and my own kids? Like, I don't want that for me because it's just too much to to put away. And I felt like every time that kids play with a toy, they get sick of it after 10 minutes. Like, you give them a new toy and then they play and five minutes after, 10 minutes after, it's not like they're sick of it. Um, so I definitely put in my mind, like, it's it's literally not about... The amount of toys and this little thing, this little thing related with the toys made me realize like I don't want, I don't want to accumulate stuff. It's not just about toys, it's everything, anything, clothes, toys, like anything. Uh, so I'm sharing this with you guys because I think it was the first time in my life that I was like actually worried about accumulating way too much stuff um so still when I while I was an au pair I met a American that would become my boyfriend at the time and then when I met him four months later we decided to come to Brazil I needed to finish my college my business college and I would come back to Brazil to do it but he decided to come back with me and then before my trip to Brazil um, arrived, we lived with his dad in his dad's house. Um, it was, I guess, four months living with his dad. And literally the experience was totally different than, than the one that I had in London, even though we lived in a house with four people. Uh, but was eight people from from the same country it wasn't like in london that everybody was from a different country uh, a different co culture so me and my ex-boyfriend we basically had the whole first floor of his dad's house for us there there was two rooms and a bedroom so i actually didn't feel like i was sharing with anybody because we had I can say like we had our space there. The only thing that we used in common with everybody was the kitchen. So I never had any problems there when it comes about that. Um, there was a pretty comfortable experience for me. Um, and something that helped too was like my ex wasn't like, wasn't into accumulate stuff too. Actually, to be honest with you, I think I, think I got more... I don't know how to say that in English, man. More conscient, conscient. <laughs> Damn it. I really wanted to say this word. I, 
I, I think I got better at not accumulating stuff after leaving with him because he was better than me when it comes about that, uh, when it comes about not accumulating stuff. Um, so when we came to Brazil, it was super easy to find a place to live together because none of us was into um, fancy places. Like, basically, we choose based on, like, where we can live that we can go walking to everywhere and we can be close to everywhere. That's how we choose. And the cheapest place, that's how we choose. Um, so that helped a lot, too. So when we came to Brazil, in this moment, really, the apartment was just ours. Like, now we were splitting all the bills and stuff. And that was a whole different experience of every other experience I had before. Because when we were in his dad's house, basically, uh, his dad would bring dinner. I would take care of our lunch, but, like, his dad would bring dinner. And still, I would just make lunch for me and my boyfriend, I, I guess, at the time. I don't think I would make... I don't think I did make lunch for anybody else. So, it still was easy because his dad would bring dinner for everybody. And, of course, living with his dad, we would not pay, like, water bill, rent, uh, like, none of that. So, here in Brazil, uh, when we got back, we had to pay all this stuff. Uh, that's, when I, that's when I really, really started to see how it is to be by yourself uh, and have your own space. And see the importance of having somebody to explain the, how can I say that in English? The activities that you do at the house. Because, like, because if I'm cleaning and he's cleaning with me, like, I can't do it by myself. Like, if he's leaving in the same house I am, it, it, it's just, he should be cleaning too. Um, so... If you do that, everything by yourself, it's going to be awful. Like, and I feel like I still have friends that they basically do everything. Like, they are the ones who cook, who clean, who do everything just because they are girls and they, they think that's normal um, because girls are supposed to do that. But I'm totally against it. And um, that was like... That was important to me to, for the both of us, I guess, to set boundaries and like, hey, let's share the responsibility. Like, take the trash out. I cook. You do the dishes because I hate to do it. I, man, I really do hate doing the dishes. <laughs> so I would cook. I would do anything just for somebody do the dishes. Um, so that was important to you to kind of learn, like, kind of split, like, the responsibility, you know? Um, so four months after that, he went back to the U.S. And um, I didn't know when he would come back to Brazil. And then I was alone. I was paying everything by myself. So I was like, man, I should go back to my mom's house. I can't make it. So I decided to go back to my mom's house uh, when he went back to the U.S. And then, literally, that period, like, 
it just lasts for three weeks because when I got back I was like holy moly there is no way I can do that ever again and now I'm gonna list to you guys why I don't think I can live uh, with my mom um, and grandparents again because first uh, when I got back I got back I got with me everything like all my stuff from this apartment and everything that I worked so hard to have and all of a sudden literally was everything all over the place in my mom's house like literally there was no space for everything that I have here and everything was just like oh my god it was just I would walk around the house and I would be like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god like everything boxes sometimes I needed something so I, I would have to guess which boxes like it was just crazy because of course before I leave my mom's house I didn't have any of that I got I got my bed I have my refrigerator now I have like I have so many stuff and it doesn't it just doesn't fit my mom's house anymore it's not her fault it's not my fault it's just it is what it is and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god I need my place and my mom she accumulates so much stuff so much and I learned how to not do not accumulate and now I'm like this house there's just too much stuff in this house I I can't be here because it's now it's totally against the way I want to live my life because there's just too much right and I'm not somebody who is gonna like make my mom uh give it away her stuff like it's not fair it's not fair to her so that was the first reason um second it is impossible to work there because my grandpa he sells beer for so long in his house uh i think more than 20 years now he sells beer there and literally there's always somebody by the door asking for beer and it's just like it's not possible concentrate it's crazy so the second reason is that like i just can't concentrate there um the third reason is like my only place that i have privacy is my room but still there's always somebody knocking my door to say something anything literally somebody is gonna get there and trying to talk and then literally sometimes I need to be focused and it's just hard it's really hard I'll try to be and then I'll listen to somebody talking the living room because it's just like it's just, it's just a mess so I'll be like I can't I can't concentrate here um uh, there's always somebody visiting my grandparents like always and then when they get there and my mom she always makes sure to say in this period of 15 days I was there my mom always makes sure to say oh Giselle's here and then oh Giselle's here Giselle somebody's here come here to say hi and then you are not gonna say hi and leave you're not gonna do you're not gonna go like hi bye I'm gonna go back to my room like you're not gonna do that that's rude so you're gonna go say hi and then you're gonna stay there to talk for a while and it's just like sometimes you need to like sometimes I need to walk I need to do my stuff and then but that ha happens a lot because when you live with your grandparents 
and especially my grandfather. He is like a mayor in my neighborhood because everybody knows him. Everybody. So it's just he always get visitors. But remember, I'm talking about not pandemic context, right? Because right now nobody can visit him. Um, so it was pretty hard that too, like having some people getting there. And my mom always like, come here, come here to talk to them. And I was like, oh my God, I need to concentrate. Um, another thing that was super annoying is like, and again, this is not the fault or mine. It's just, it is what it is. Every single time I would go out with my friends and I got back, just the fact that I opened the door, wake them up. And I was like, oh my God, it's just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to wake up uh, a hood guy who is like 78 years old. And then, and then when I leave, when I go out, which is rear, really rear, my grandpa, my grandpa, he gets so worried. He can't sleep, you know? So it's just no way. No, like it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So for me, being in my apartment is just good because I go out, I get back whenever I want. There's a front guy downstairs. So my friends always drop me off in my apartment and I'm, I'm literally at my door and I can get in here anytime I want. And I won't wake anybody up. So it's, it is pretty nice. Um, another thing, and I think this reason should be the first reason. I don't know why I waited so long to say this one. But this one is the most important for me. I live three minutes walking to my gym. 30 minutes 13 minutes walking to jiu-jitsu classes and six minutes walking to the grocery store I always go and uh, 13 minutes walking to the urgent care in case I need to go to the doctor uh, that my health insurance covers. So for me nowadays, literally, quality of life is completely related with the amount of time I spend to spend going to places literally it's like completely proportional to the amount of time I spend going to those places so for me living right in the center is the most important thing to have a quality of life and sometimes I go to the center of the city and then there is a bus passing right in front of my apartment that takes like 10 minutes to go to the center of the city, literally. Um, when I'm leaving with my mom, every single place I want to go, I have to get a bus and I'm going to be in that bus for 40 minutes at least, like at least. For me, it is a nightmare. And I'm not even saying because I am inside a bus. I'm saying that if I had a if I had a car and I needed to drive 40 minutes to go to jiu-jitsu every day, it would be a mess. Like nowadays for me, it's just so easy. Wake up and I walk 13 minutes. That's a dream. Leaving close to everything that I need, it's a dream. So 
for me, that's the most important reason I am here in this apartment. For a while, I thought about moving out to go into to go to another apartment, and literally the other apartment was like that I would to move out was like uh, five minutes away from this one <laughs> because I didn't want to leave this area. But I gave up because I was just I was just trying to move, to try to prove that I could move, and I was like, you know what? You don't need to prove anything. So just stay there. At least you already live in these places already everything settled like don't be silly just stay here and stuff I was I was about to go to this other apartment there with I had two rooms but but once I got rid of everything that I didn't need here now I feel like my apartment is even bigger um so that's the main point that's the main point if you are leaving your parents house I think you should try to leave where you are going to work because I cannot imagine myself driving eight hours to go to work and driving eight hours to get back from my work. It's just, it's just, it would be a nightmare for me. Um, that brings another point that is very important. Now, because of the pandemic, I work 100% from home, literally. My boss already told me that even when the pandemic is not going on anymore, we are still going to work 100% online. So I always dreamed of working from home. I just didn't want it to be in those circumstances. But I have to admit that my dream became true when he said that to me. I was like, what? I cannot believe that I can work forever from home. And um, since I'm working from home, I want to make sure that I'm working at least six hours a day because that's the deal, six to eight. And then if I need to make sure that, I would never, ever have eight hours in silence in my mom's house. Like, you know, when I say never, ever, never, ever, literally. <laughs> so now more than never, I know I cannot go back there because I have been needing silence more than I never needed before. Um, in my mom's house, in the backyard, there is another house. It's her apartment. She doesn't live there anymore. It's like a second house. It's like a second house, like a guest house. And I could live there. I, uh, I thought about that too. But the problem is my aunt lost her job during the pandemic. And now she's selling cakes. And basically... The apartment of my mom is now the place where they do the cakes and stuff. So there's always people there making cakes. My aunt, my cousins, it's always loud there now. So not even that is an option anymore. I need to really just stay where I am to have a quiet place to work. Because more than ever, I need it to be quiet. Um... Another thing too, it's like in my mom's house, she always asks me what's up, like what is going on, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And then once you tell her, she, think, she thinks basically everything I do is too risky. <gasps> You're going to do that? It's too risky. It's too risky. Like, like no parents tell us when we leave our house, like no parents tell you, go out there, take some risks. Like nobody says that. that. And they are doing just what they're supposed to like parents are supposed to be worried about us 
So my mom is just too worried about everything. She never supports new projects because she's like, but that's going to take too much of your time, but blah, 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 blah. So she never supports stuff because she's always worried about me not being able to handle it. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell her anymore. I'm just going to tell her when it's done. And then it's just okay like that because once it's done and it's okay, she's like, I always believed in you. That was awesome. <laughs> but like, she doesn't even know what went wrong because I know if I tell her, she's like, why did you do that? Like, like no, it's just, no, I, I, I don't. I, I don't share anymore because I don't think it's good for me anymore. Um, so like I told you guys, when I went back, because my ex was back in the U.S., my mom and I lived together again for 53 weeks, three weeks. And then I was like, you're going to leave this house and you're going to learn how to be by yourself. And then that's when I opened my English school and literally... That's when I started to be really responsible. I don't think I was before. Because once I opened my English school that I started making money, I was like, oh my God. Like literally, I was like, you know, anything I buy, my sweat is on it. So um, that period helped me a lot to learn more about how to take care of my money, how to handle it, how to have my own place. Uh, and then in this time that I was like alone, I literally learned a lot. And then after a while, my ex-boyfriend came back to Brazil and then we started splitting the bills and he, again. So I didn't have any more, uh, I don't know how to say that, the obligation to do everything by myself and I have somebody to split with. But then the pandemic came around and then he went back to the U.S. again and then our relationship was over. And then I saw myself in a situation that was a little bit different than before, than the before when I decided to go back to my mom's house because it wasn't just like I would be by myself. It was like I would be by myself during a pandemic and I would have to do something about it. Um, what, what, what would I do? Like, would I go back to my mom's house and now I already know how it feels like going back because I went back before and didn't work out. And I already knew that if I got back there again, it would be the same thing. Or I would stay here and learn how to live with even less there was living. So I decided to stay. And I believe that was the best decision I could make for myself. But like if tomorrow I change my mind and I decided to go back to my mom's house, it's okay. But these last eight months, they have been really good because I learned especially how to let go a lot of stuff. There was just like occupy space. Oh my God, I don't know how to say that in English, sorry. But the first step to save money, I would say that it is leaving with less. And now I'm going to give you guys some tips that maybe help you to save money. Uh, I cook just once a week and that helps me a lot because I waste less time during the week cooking. Actually, I don't waste time <laughs> during the week cooking because I just warm up my food 
because I want to have time to go to jiu-jitsu. I want to have time to walk and go to the gym. Those are important things for me, not cooking every day, different meals. So I cook just during the week and I take no time to do it because my the food I cook is super simple and I do it, I repeat the whole week. And for me, that's not a sacrifice at all because my grandma, she did that my whole childhood. She already starved. So my mom already starved too. So they know what it is not having food, literally not having anything. So they always taught us to appreciate what we had. And I really feel really, really grateful for them because I don't think people know, and I'm sorry because it's overwhelming, but I don't think people know the importance of having food on the table instead of having different food every day. And I'm so glad that I'm the granddaughter of my grandmother because I don't think, I don't think anybody would teach me the importance of food on my table the way that she did. So when I was a kid, if I told you, if I told her, if, if, I, if I showed her that I was sick of the food, she would be so mad. She never hit me. She never yelled at me. But she would be like, don't be ungrateful. Like, you don't know what is this stuff. Like, you don't know. And she, my, my whole childhood, they were really poor. So not even if they want, they would be able to provide different foods, different days for us. So every, every day was basically the same. And the meats were always cheap. So I think that's why I like liver so much because liver is super cheap here, like really, really cheap. And people, most of people that I know, they hate liver. Um, but I kind of like it because it's not just about a meat. It's a meat that reminds me of my childhood, my father, my grandmother buying liver because it was cheap and because they could, they could afford that. So I didn't like at the beginning when I was a kid and I remember her like I remember my grandmother saying like learn how to like it because it's what we can buy <laughs> again I'm sorry it's really overwhelming to think about so I literally I learned I learned how to love liver because I knew that she was doing her best to provide food for us because it was really cheap. That was the option that they could buy. So I'm really grateful for them because they really taught me not to not give a crap about repeating my food every day. So every single day, guys, my lunch is mashed uh, carrots, um, rice, chicken, and tomato. That's my everyday lunch. And my everyday dinner is macaxeira, which I don't know how to say in English. I'm sorry. Um, it is mashed carrots too and chicken. And literally, this is it. Um, I have lunch. I have I've had a snack too, which is my my banana ice cream that I love. It's literally my favorite part of the day. And then during the morning, I just eat eggs or my whey protein. And literally, I am really grateful to have that, to have that every day. And I know like my grandma is not lucid anymore, but I know that if she was, she would be so proud of 
how I'm handling my food because she would be like, she would be part of herself. She would be like, holy crap, she understood what I was trying to tell her. She understood everything. So my my freezer is just, it's just, there's the food for the whole week. And during my meals, I just get them, the little containers, and I just put them in the microwave, and this is it. In five minutes, in two minutes, I have everything done. I basically waste 10 minutes to total to make my food. Not even 10, I think five, to make my meals. So, and that's definitely thank you to my grandma Um, and everything that she taught me. The second thing that helps me a lot to save money is like I don't use the air conditioner every night. Um, I just turn it on for 30 minutes before I go to bed because I like reading before bed. 30 minutes, 8 hours, it depends on the day. Um, so I just leave the air conditioner on while I was, I'm reading. And then when I go to bed, the room is cold. It's still cold. And I turn the fan on and that's how I sleep. At least here, the air conditioner just is just too expensive to leave it on all the night, uh, the whole night. Um, let me see what else. My apartment is small, and that helps a lot when I have to clean it. I let go a lot of stuff because when you once you let go a lot of stuff, you have less stuff to deal with, less stuff to clean, less stuff to take your energy. So. I think I waste no time cleaning my apartment because it's a small apartment and there's basically nothing here, <laughs> just the important things. Um, every time that I go grocery shopping, I literally, I, I get out of my apartment with a list on my phone and I just get stuff on the list and nothing else. I have a video that I, I'm going to show you guys how do I do it. I'm going to leave in the description of this podcast if you want to take a look. So I hope you do <laughs> because it's, I, I think helps a lot. Um, the chove. I was going to say that. In, I said that in Portuguese. Sorry. Let me see. I meant. Uh, another thing is like, I don't even know what it is to buy a new coat for so long because literally what I do is like me and my friends we go like I don't want these clothes anymore and then they just give it to me and then we exchange or they just give it to me and once I get a new clothes I go to my closet and let's say I get two new uh dresses for my friends I go to my closet and I put the two dresses there and I take out two dresses that were there before because I don't want the amount of clothes change in my closet I don't need too much clothes. I don't care if I'm using the same clothes for a long time. Like I have a Bumble shirt that I love. And if it was up to me, I would, I would call Bumble and I would say like, guys, can you send me five of those? Because they are the most comfortable shirt I have. And I would use them every single day if I could. But like, I just have one. And then I repeated so much. Literally, my friends are like, you just have this shirt, right? And I'm like, yeah, I just have this one. Like, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't know why people care about people noticing that you using too much some clothes. Like, that would be if I was walking naked all over the place. Like, 
that would be bad, but like I'm dressed. Like what is wrong with that? Nothing. So I don't spend money with clothes. I just exchange them with my friends. Um, I usually not don't go to restaurants with my friends, although most part of my friends have more money than me. Um, they respect the fact that I don't have money to spend in restaurants. Sometimes um, they go and they like they go like, no, you're gonna have to go and we pay. Like they wanted me to go so much and they want to pay for it. But sometimes I'm like, guys, let's just go to my apartment. Let's just hang out there. And then they stop by some grocery store and they buy something. They come here. And it's just way cheaper than go to a restaurant to have a simple lunch. Mm. So remember, I'm talking about a context that is like no pandemics going on because uh, we don't go to restaurants. Like <laughs> right now, we don't even go to restaurants if we could. Um, but all of these those habits helped me a lot to save money. In a way that I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like, oh my God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have money the, this month because I feel like here in Brazil, here in Brazil, we make money per month. It's not per week. So we get our salary every end of the month. And I feel like every end of the month, everybody's like, oh my God, I need my salary. I need, like, they need it because they literally spend everything. <laughs> like, people not just spend what they, the money they make they spend more than they make which is crazy for me literally that's what everybody does like they have a bunch of credit card that's like and they still spend a lot so um i really don't get how people's minds work when it comes about that for me it just doesn't make sense so i always try to not spend all my money even before the pandemic, before I just not saved too much, but now I'm like, nope, I have to save it. I have to save. I I have been saving more because I really don't know what's going, what, what's gonna happen tomorrow. Um, I really think in some point everybody should have the experience of living by themselves to know what it is to pay for everything, um, not having their parents' house because their parents help. Because I think just when I had this experience, I really finally understood that when my mom, when I was a kid, when my mom said, oh, I don't have money for that, Giselle. And I would be like, mom, please, please, please. Like, just now I can understand that when she said, I don't have money for that, she really didn't have money for that. And I just understood now. So it, it takes a lot of discipline to be able to deal with your money it's it's just it's really hard in my opinion and it's something that you're just gonna be good at by practicing it and by losing it and by almost running out of money and going like holy moly like i need to be careful i really i really need to be careful and definitely realize that it's a hundred percent on you like a hundred percent on you and anybody else um now if i have to say the 10 reasons for you don't because i just said stuff for you to leave your parents house right now talking about 10 reasons for you to stay actually if i was gonna say that i was just gonna say the opposite that everything i just said 
because the way that stuff the way that stuff way for each one of us is different so something can be heavy for me and it's not as heavy for you you know so for me for example having somebody get in my mom's my mom's house and she calling me in the living room and I have to stay there for an hour talking to someone could be something that I don't like because I have to work but for you no that's not a problem I like to be in my mom's house and somebody gets here and then I'm talking to them like like stuff doesn't represent the same thing for me and for you so if the 10 points I told you um in this podcast doesn't even bother you if I was you I would live there forever until I get married basically because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to leave if you are not if you just like all the all the time like you know what I mean if none of that bothers you just wait wait if you get married you leave like here in Brazil it's so common it's really really common I think out of Brazil it's common people leave their parents house before but here in Brazil everybody waits until they get married to leave their parents house so the thing is you should know yourself better know your limits know like set your boundaries and stuff and decide for yourself the quality of life you want to have today for me quality of life is something that is totally related with the fact that I can go walking to everywhere I need to go and I just can do it here by living in the center of the city quality of life for me it's being able to work from home without being interrupted and I just can't do that if I have my own space during Sundays I go to my mom's house and now I don't bring my computer because I know I have to be present right because I'm not there the whole week so if I go Sundays I need to be present um so that way it's what I can do but in the end of the day I need to put my mental health first because uh, I just can't help people around me if I help myself first so that's why I need to have my own apartment it's a small it's humble it's simple but each single part of it it comes from a drop of my sweat swear to god and it makes this whole place so special to me because i fought for having it and for me this is priceless um i guess this is it i hope i could help you guys and i'm gonna leave here in the description two important links in my opinion one is for if it's for the spread shit that i have with my expensive oh actually i don't know if it makes sense i leave it here because because in, in the podcast in portuguese it makes sense because people live here in brazil we basically uh, it basically works the same way every like every like everybody pays they rent everybody pays the energy bills like water like i don't even know what is more expensive out of brazil so i don't think it makes any sense to share that in the english pod, in the english version of this podcast but i'm gonna leave it anyway um the other link is how i do my grocery shopping 
and then how do I save money when I go for it but you know if you have any questions any questions please my contacts are always in the description of the podcast my contacts are all public you don't need to follow me to send me anything and I will help you with whatever you need if I know how to help you I guess this is it thank you very much and I know this is a long podcast, but I really, I really wanted just to talk about every single topic that I thought that was important for me. And I really hope from the bottom of my heart that it helped you somehow. Okay, this is it, guys. Thank you very much. See you soon. Bye.